Hey, let's talk about it, cause honestly we need to Talk about social issues, just uplifting my people Yeah, let's talk about it, come join the conversation A connection's what we're creating Yeah What's happening, everybody? How y'all doing? Um, I'm here by myself today, um, but uh, I'm gonna make this short and sweet, right? Uh, what I wanted to talk about today, I titled this, uh, Your Love um, is Handicapped. And um, so tomorrow, my son turns uh, 18. And I remember, you know, like when he was five, six on up, he used to always tell me, Dad, you're my best friend. And I would tell him all the time, like, no, I'm I'm not your friend. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I'm not your friend. And when I would tell people that story, they used to always say, man, like, why, why are you being like that? Like, that's that's so that, that's that's not cool. Like, you know, he's saying that he's your friend. And I used to always say the same thing. I would say, no, nah, we're not friends yet. We're not friends until you turn 18. And I would say that because you treat your friends differently. You see, there has to be an established line of respect. And if there's no established line of respect, you know what I'm saying? Things can go very left. Right. And I'm a firm believer in that. And like I, I never called my son, my mini me or nothing like that. Now, a lot of the stuff. We are kind of the same as you know, what I'm saying like in some aspects, we do similar things. We like similar things. Right. But I never, ever called him, you know, what I'm saying my mini me because I wanted him to to be able to take bits and pieces from me, from my wife or whatever, and and just become his own person. Right. But like last week, you know, he was telling me, Dad, I'm about to be 18. You know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, you, you you about to be 18. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm about to be an adult and this, that and other. And it just really it really got me thinking. Right. And I and I told him, I was like, well, listen, when you hit 18, we can be friends. And I say that to say this right um, as as parents. A lot of times, I think a lot of people fall into the notion of. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Be the best parent. I'm going to do this, that, and the other. My kids are going to have everything and blah, 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 blah. And, and, you know, a, a lot of times for a lot of people that, that, that falls into the materialistic type things, right? Like if you wasn't able to get Jordans and stuff, when you were younger, you grow up and you say, you know what? My kids are going to have every Jordan that comes out. If you wasn't able to get, you know, name brand clothing, they said, man, my kids are always going to be fresh. Right. But with this generation now, it's not even about materialistic stuff. It's about what are you feeding your kids mental? You see, it's a cold world out there, man. It's a cold world out there and it's getting worse and worse. And I think that, you know, the change that we always talk about that we want to see in the world is going to come through our kids. Right. Like it's going to come the changes that we hope to see. Our kids are going to be leading that, you know, what I'm saying revolution, you know, and, and, and you can see it now. Right. Like the younger generation, they're not playing that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're not playing. They they're not playing anymore as far as rights, as far as you know what I'm saying, beliefs and this, that, and other. They're not playing no more. Now, the problem is, as a parent, sometimes, you know, you can love your kids to a fault. And what I mean by that is, I believe every child 
should have the 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 leeway to bump their head. And I say that to say because of this, right? You know, I'm, 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 I believe in you know what I'm saying life and death is in the power of the tongue. So, um, you know, I, I think I'm gonna be here till I'm a hundred. But if God saw fit that you know I didn't see another day, and I'm not speaking that into existence, but I'm just saying, right? If if that was my fate. I wanted to allow room for my son to bump his head, but I wanted him to do it while I'm still here to help. Think about that, right? Because when you have your kids and they're bumped their head along the way, right? And you're still there as a parent to, you know, kind of soften the blow or whatever, but they need to bump their head. So when you're not around, that's not the time to learn. You're not supposed to be learning, you know what I'm saying, on the fly. You know what I'm saying? Like your, your parents aren't here anymore. So now you just figuring it out. Nah, we need to be preparing our kids now. And a lot of my methods, you know what I'm saying, is, is, is stuff that, you know, I my, my grandparents taught me and this, that and the other. And, and, and a lot of the stuff that I learned is what I saw other people make mistakes. Right. Like and I tell my I, I mean, we have talks, we have like, you know, deep conversations. And I always tell them, I say, listen, you know, those instances when you think that I'm being hard on you, it's not that I'm being hard on you. It's I'm trying to show you now what the world is not going to show you. You're going to be put in situations that if you haven't had that training, it's like muscle memory, right? It's like going to the gym, working out. Now, you can go to the gym and work out and you don't know what the heck you're doing and you're not going to get the proper results, right? But if you know what you're doing, if somebody is there coaching you along this, that, and other, you're going to see the results. It's the same thing in life. Like I, I I make it my mission for all my kids. You know, my daughter, I got one daughter, one daughter. And, you know, at first I thought like, oh, I'm going to be this way with my daughter. She ain't going to this, that and the other. Right. But as she grows, I grow. Now, me and my daughter, we have the type of relationship to where, you know, we talk. And, you know, like we we have conversations in this, that and the other. No, we're not friends, but she knows that she can come to me. And just talk. Right. And 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 my other kids. Right. Like I tell them. Right. Like you can come talk to me. We have an open dialogue. Right. But there's still that fine line that I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend. You you treat your friends different than you do your parents. Right. So I'm not your friend. But you can come to me and we can talk and we can conversate. And I also tell them that it is okay to to let out your emotions, you know, like especially for for us men. Right. You know, we raise our boys. We don't want them to be soft. You know, we want them to be so hard and this, that and other. Right. And you know what happens? You got a lot of these 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 hard dudes out here ruining women's lives, women in uh, ruining their own lives. Right. Because they have been taught. That the definition of a man is, you know, he don't cry, he don't this, that, and the other. And that's the farthest from the truth. The farthest from the truth. But getting back to my topic, your love can handicap, right? We have a lot of parents out there who, 
You know, they don't mean they don't mean, you know, what I'm saying wrong or whatever, but they think that they're doing their their children a service. Right. By not allowing them to bump their head. They have to, because when you get out there in society, when you are in college or whatever, nobody cares. Like nobody cares about you. Nobody's going to take you by the hand and and coddle you and this, that, and the other, right? They're not going to do it. I mean, and, and it's just life, right? They're they're not going to do it. And it's our job as parents to prepare them. I teach my kids right morals and values. Now, once you get up out there, you're going to make mistakes, right? But it's muscle memory. Only thing that I can pray is, is that the things that I have taught, they kick in. But in order to do that, you can't be a child's friend until they are mature enough to understand that there's a difference between friend and parent. And if you cross that line too early, you wonder why these kids don't respect nobody. So tomorrow, my son turns 18. Now we can be friends because now he is at that next level in life and he's going to go on. Right. So now we can be friends. We are defined as friends now. He's learned. He's learned. I've done my job. Now it's the muscle memory. You know what I'm saying? But in saying that, I will never allow my child to be out there just, you know what I'm saying, roaming aimlessly in the wind. No, it's not like that. No. But I'm not going to be there and not allow him to get those bumps and bruises, right? Because just like in working out, you can go to the gym, have a great workout that you think that you had a great workout, right? And then you wake up and you don't even feel like you worked out. That means you didn't do something right. Growth Right. It, it, it has to have some type of uncomfortable, you know, what I'm saying to it. Right. Like when you start growing and you're getting tired, taller, your, your knees hurt, your back is hurting. And you're like, oh, man, I'm just hurt. because you're growing. You're growing. So I want my kids to experience that growth while I'm still here. Because if things go left, I'm right there to navigate them through. Not tell them to jump on my back. I'm going to fly you to safety. No, to navigate. Navigate. This generation that's coming up, they are important. They are important to how everything's going to be further down the line. So we need to make sure that we are providing the product. That's why I always say, I don't worry about changing the world. I worry about changing the world around me. And I understand that that's going to be through my kids. It's time out. It's, it's time out for for uh, champion mediocrity. Like it's it, it's time out for that. If if you got this person right, that's 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 barely doing anything. Why are you champion that? Because that child grows up to think, hey. You know, <laughs> like it, it's OK to 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 be average. Now, there's different scales for people. Right. But, you know, you know, if your child is putting forth a real effort. 
I tell this story all the time. I told my, my youngest son, I told him since the moment that he can even utter words that he was the smartest child in the world. But I said it for each, you know what I'm saying? Each time he, you're the smartest, you're the smartest, you're the smartest. Okay. Now he's seven years old. You can't tell him that he's not. You can't. Words have power. And a lot of times parents, they lower the ceiling for their child and they don't even know it. You might say, oh, you know, you know, this one ain't got no sense. Uh, ain't never going to be nothing. This, that, another. Well, guess what? If you keep telling the child that it becomes their reality. It becomes their reality. You ain't going to do nothing. Oh, man, you ain't going. You know what I'm saying? If they want to go to college, oh, I ain't going to go to Oh, this, that, and other. It becomes their reality. If, if, if you say it enough, they believe it. And then you know what happens? You got these 30-year-old, they're supposed to be adults, but they're still kids because they ain't learned nothing. They haven't learned anything. They have always had the type of system to where they never bumped their head because every time they about to hit, somebody is catching them. No, you have to allow them to bump it. See, there's a difference between bumping and busting open. You don't want your child to bust his head open, but you want him to bump it or her to bump it so they can know, hey, that don't feel too good. I never want to do that again. Oh, that one hurt. I don't want to do that again. Right. You have to allow that while you're here. And I just wanted to take some time out to just talk about that, because like I said, my son, he's going into manhood. He's not a man fully yet because he's still here. <laughs> he, he graduates this year, but but he's turning 18. And I think one of the biggest accomplishments that. For for myself is. Every time there was a situation, right? And, you know, what I'm saying my kids life or whatever, you know, it might be something at school, right? I always did this, right? When I, if I have to come up to the school about a situation, we are going to be a united front. If something happens in the classroom or whatever, and I'm going to come up there and this, that, and other, we are going to be a united front because I want them to know that, hey, their, their dad is going to come up to this school, you know what I'm saying? And he's going to handle, you know what I'm saying, whatever needs to be handled, right? But we're united. Now, once we get in that car, it might be a different subject. Like we get in that car, it might be different. But it is important that I show that we're a united front. We're a team. Once we get in that car and it's just me and them, oh, okay, it might be some problems, right? But the biggest thing, right? For me was, you know, my, my son, he's, uh, you know, and I let him tell his own, you know, thing. Right. But uh, as far as his future and uh, <laughs> he had came to me and, and he needed something to happen. And so he came to me and he's just like, dad, man, you know, I need this to happen and blah, 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 this, that, and other. And that's all he said. So I sat back and I said, you know what? Now is one of those times to where. He's bumped his head. Right. Didn't feel too good. But he's in a situation that is out of his control. He's done everything that he is supposed to do, but it's out of his control. Now I got to kick in. I allowed him to do it on his own up to his capability. Now it's on me. 
Now, when I spring into action, I, br- I bring him along the way and I tell him, listen, this is how I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing this. I always tell him when you talk to somebody, you treat that person with respect because you never know. You never know down the line where you might need this person, this, that, and other. It's all about, you know, when you meet somebody, you look them in the eye, you smile and this, that, and other, and we're going to make this thing happen. So when he goes off and he finds himself in another situation, right, he knows how to handle that. See, you can't allow your love for your kids. You can't allow your love for, for, for regular people to handicap them. In relationships, you can't fall in love with potential because you falling in love potential. You can see something in somebody, right? That, you know, you might see that diamond in the rough, but until they see it in them, you're going to have a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of sleepless nights. And the more and more you do for that person, right? And you're doing it because you see something in them, you're going to be killing yourself because it doesn't mean anything to them because they don't see it in them and they might not. Sometimes it might be the type of situation that you're loving them and you're loving them and you're loving them, but you got to distance yourself. We got to understand that it's cool to love from a distance, right? <laughs> like you can love somebody and they be up over there. It could be family. It could be whatever. You love them. You don't want to see nothing bad happen to them, but stay away from me. Stay away from me because I love you, but I love you enough to understand that you need to go up out there and experience some stuff. You need to hit your head. You need to do whatever you need to do, but you need to do it away from me. Go on up over there. And the more and more we start thinking like that, we save ourselves from all of this unneeded drama. So anyways, man, um, I hope to have some more guests come up on here. Um, I've been reaching out to people, been having conversations with people or whatever, but I just wanted to do this. I just threw this together real fast because, like I said, man, my son is going to be 18 and, you know what I'm saying, in two hours, right? And it's a it's a big milestone um, for myself because, um, you know, a lot of people out there know that uh, my wife is currently active duty in the military, as was I'm a vet, and uh, she's been gone, right? So it's been me, you know what I'm saying? So it's been me, four kids here, right? But I do it. I do it. And I don't look for a pat on the back or whatever, because this is what you're supposed to do. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know any other way. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, to, to be there right? No excuses. So anyways, man, I thank y'all for rocking with me. And uh, once again, right, if if anybody wants to rock out with me or whatever, y'all can hit me up. Um, y'all see all my contact information down there. Um, my email is rodneycairo at yahoo.com. If you want to hit me up, if you want to be on, just let me know, man. And let's, let's grow together.